Before we get into today's Reddit stories, I first of all need to tell you about one of my other favorite Reddit podcasts out there, The OKOP Show. If you guys are looking for even more daily Reddit content, then The OKOP Show with John and Sam is perfect for you. Just search for the letters OKOP wherever you get your pods. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to a special Halloween edition of r slash Entitled Parents, where these entitled parents bring their screaming baby to the cinema to watch Five Nights at Freddy's. Parents brought screeching baby to Five Nights at Freddy's. This happened a few hours ago and I'm still fuming. I went to see Five Nights at Freddy's last night since it was sold out on Friday and at every theater by me during the daytime. I found a theater by me that was showing Five Nights at Freddy's well until 11 p.m. So I figured it would be dead. It wasn't really, but still. Okay, 9.40 p.m. it was. The time where tiny children should be asleep, right? No. Everyone is sitting down, and when the movie starts, the theater goes quiet. Till the murmurs of a baby can be heard. A kid around seven comes in, then a dad, then a screeching baby and a mum. They came in right as the movie started and were loud the entire time. Now, this kid didn't cry at the jump scares. Instead, it kept making sounds for the entire run of the freaking movie. And I mean louder than movie sounds. The people around me were so angry and kept shushing the kid as it waddled and ran up and down the aisle they were in. The parents acted as if we were crazy and kept ignoring their whining, screaming baby as if it would just go away. People would leave, complain, and when movie people came in, we saw hope that they'd be asked to leave. But instead, they just looked around for the ear bleed demon and then effed off as if they couldn't locate the screeches. At that point, the kid said, Mama, goo goo gaga. It's like the kid is right freaking there. The mum took the kid out for like five minutes and then came back in loudly and said, Mama really wants to see the movie. She put the kid on the ground and let it continue to run around. The father just ignored the kid. The older child seemed unbothered, like I didn't hear a peep from that kid the entire time. The crotch goblin would go quiet for about 10 seconds, enough time for some hope, and then continue to run around, semi-sleep on the chairs, that annoying thing that bored kids do, and just be a freaking menace to the theater. And you could feel the vibe in there. We're not scared, we're all irate. At least I know my row was since they were right ahead of us. So the screeching wasn't even muffled. It was like eardrum destruction. Then right as the movie ended, and I mean the first credits came on, even before the pot lights turned back off, they were freaking gone. Now they leave? The heck? And it just angers me so much because screw the parents and screw the theatre for allowing this BS. We all pay insane amounts of money just to see a movie. I've waited so freaking long for Five Nights at Freddy's and just wanted one nice evening out. And these families come in and the theater people see the babies and say nothing. Oh, you're going to take your one-year-old into The Conjuring too? Yeah, that also happened to me. Yeah, I see nothing wrong with that. In my opinion, theater should be for seven plus. Because at seven years old, you should be old enough to just be quiet. 
Now, I don't really hate the babies, even though I dislike kids, because they're too young to understand what be quiet means or what sit still means, but come on. Nobody deserves to have their movie ruined by kids. To have kids cry all throughout the beginning of Endgame because Thanos got his stupid head chopped off, or for kids to screech because the Emperor is scary, boo freaking who, he was on screen for 0.2 seconds and then it was over. Or for kids to ask, who is Batman? A million freaking times. PG-13 or 14A should still mean something. It should mean if your kid ain't 13, they aren't getting freaking in. They don't get to get in and scream and cry throughout a movie. That's the point of most kids' movies is that scary stuff is limited. And I had this happen when I was a kid and my grandparents took me to see Pirates of the Caribbean and Davy Jones scared the frick out of me. But you know what they did? They took me home. They didn't let me scream and cry during the whole movie and ruin everyone else's days. They understood that I was too young and they took me home. It's not that hard. And I get it. If you don't have a sitter, that sucks. But why would you want to punish everyone else? Well, first of all, I've got to say that is an absolute disgrace. And I'm very sorry to you that your entire experience was ruined by these entitled parents. Secondly, you simply have to get a refund. Demand a refund. That is that is the least thing you should be doing. The whole thing has been ruined. You've not got the service you've paid for. You are owed a refund. And thirdly, thank you for saying what you did about it not being the kid's fault at all. I completely agree and it's something that I do say in a lot of these episodes, a lot of my content. A lot of the time when children are, you know, young, let's say below the age of seven, I think seven is actually a very reasonable age that you've suggested here in which a child should have some common sense and should know when to be quiet, etc, etc. Especially when they're a baby like this, it's not their fault that they're making noise. You know, they're not really in control of their actions. The baby is probably extremely bored and is like, why am I watching this movie that I have no interest in? And yeah, as you've said, the fault completely lies with these entitled parents and their own ignorance. And again, yeah, you're right. Like, it's not ideal to have to get a babysitter, but that is part of being a parent. If you want to go and enjoy an adult thing and you have children, you have young children, they can't come with you obviously it's not only going to ruin the entire experience for you by the way i mean i don't know how these guys have enjoyed the movie surely they haven't but it's also going to ruin it for everyone else in the theater so shame on these entitled parents and also shame on the staff they should have kicked them out i'm sorry they really should have done now our second entitled parent story of this episode is actually an update to one that i read the other day my mother-in-law photoshopped my husband's nose on our wedding pictures now if you haven't yet heard that story i will leave a link to that episode down below go and watch or listen to that one first whatever platform you're on you need to listen to that for this to make sense i know a lot of you will have done already but it's a really original very good story i'd recommend you listen to that first anyway here is the update to that one hey dudes i'm back thank you to everyone who took the time to offer me advice on my last post guys if you don't remember what happened op was pretty much asking what on earth they should do when they found out that their mother-in-law had photoshopped her husband's nose in their wedding pictures absolutely insane but uh hey here we go first of all i want to clarify that not telling my husband what his mother did was never an option she wouldn't remove the pictures from her house unless i either told him or threatened her had i done the latter she could use that against me in the future or even imply that i agreed with her Plus, he was bound to find out at some point, and I knew it would be better if it came from me. I asked how to do it, not whether I should. So I sat him down last Saturday and I broke the news. I explained what the pictures were and my mother-in-law's excuses for them. 
I also showed him the text that she'd sent me since my visits. The whole conversation, I was calm and straightforward, but made it very clear that not only did my mother-in-law's actions completely disgust me, but I never agreed with her about his appearance. He's the most gorgeous man I've ever met and there's absolutely nothing wrong with his nose I also made sure to point out that the photoshop nose made him look like front-facing phineas from phineas and ferb And my mother-in-law needs to get her eyes checked if she really thought it looked good I thought the news would hurt him and I was right He didn't cry or anything, but I could see it in his face the odd but common combination of disappointment and acceptance He knew his mother wouldn't change, but he still had some hope It was almost heartbreaking to watch but for the first time in a while he seemed to believe me when i said his nose was normal he told me that now that he knew just how ridiculous his mum was willing to be her opinion meant a lot less to him so even though he's hurt he feels stronger than ever as many of you suggested i told him that he was free to approach the situation however he pleased but i don't want to be around his mother anymore most importantly i don't want her around our son or any other kids we might have not only because of the guilt-tripping tantrums that have become her standard behavior, but also because of the way she treats the people that she's supposed to love. I know she loves her family, but I doubt she knows how love works. If she's willing to treat her sons like this, I fully expect her to be even worse to her grandchildren. In the end, my husband and I decided we're going very low contact with his mum until the holidays. Some of his relatives are throwing a party the week before Christmas, and she will be there. We thought about skipping it, but he has cousins he hasn't seen in years coming for the party. He's been looking forward to seeing them for months, and it doesn't feel fair to let my mother-in-law ruin his excitement. After the holidays, we'll decide how to proceed. Regardless, she won't be allowed to see our son at the hospital when he's born. And once we bring him home, she won't be left alone with the baby. It doesn't matter how much she tries to improve. That is not something we are willing to budge on. In spite of everything, my husband doesn't want to cut ties with his mother, and I understand that. Even if he wanted to, he can't go fully no contact without cutting off the rest of his maternal family as well, which he is firmly against. What works best for now is to treat her like Domino's Pizza. She exists, and that's fine, but we're not getting involved until she actually improves. So let me get this straight. You want to order your mother-in-law every single night and become grossly overweight or have i misunderstood that anyway getting back to the story i also decided to tell some of my own family about this and everyone i've talked to agrees that my mother-in-law went over the line my father is a narcissist who i'm mostly low contact with due to his entitled behavior most recently he tried to make me disinvite his ex from my wedding so that he could bring his mistress and even he was offended on my husband's behalf and if even my mediocre respect your elders father thinks your children are right about you being a jerk you've probably gone too far we talked to my brother-in-law and he's the one who informed his mum of our decision she didn't take the news well she's now trying to call both me and my husband and keeps texting apologies and promises to take the pictures down we're ignoring her my brother-in-law visited her yesterday and apparently the pictures are gone She believed that was enough for us to forgive her, but he clarified that there is still a lot of work that needs to be done. Before anyone calls us dramatic, this isn't just about the Photoshop. This is about the damage she's caused in both her son's lives. I was abused in a similar fashion in my teens by my dad's ex, and I refuse to allow my child to grow up believing he's anything less than beautiful. Same goes for my husband. That's all. Again, thank you guys. Well, there we go. That is the conclusion to that story. I can't exactly remember what what my 
advice was to OP. But I do believe it was along the same sort of lines as, as what she ended up doing. Just you have to tell your husband and, and let him react to it. There's no way of kind of, I don't know, being nice about it or being gentle. You just got to be brutal and say, look, this is what's happened. I'm so sorry, but this is the truth. This is your mum. This is what she's like as a person. You know, what more can I do? And ultimately, it's up to him how he deals with it and up to you guys how you deal with it. And your brother-in-law as well, who's sadly, you know, had, had some very similar treatment in his life, it seems. And I completely agree with your conclusion. No, if that's me, I don't want this woman in my life and I definitely don't want her in my kids' lives. Just a terrible, terrible person. Once again, if you haven't yet heard the first part of this, link to that is down below. That gives the context for this entire story. But um, yeah, really good solution. And I'm happy that OP took the advice of amazing people like me. Wasn't what I was going to say, but it's really what I mean. I do think as well, though, in all seriousness, that's what you guys were saying in the comments on that original episode. So good stuff. Us and Reddit helped out. Let's carry on. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Now for our third entitled parent story. My parents' small business is being review bombed because I stood up to a child abuser. My parents have owned a small Chinese restaurant for the past 25 years. Recently, I spent a day working there as a waiter and a big party of 11 people came in with their children. Their children were pretty rowdy and running around on top of our benches. I politely asked the parents to calm their children down as they were causing a disturbance and could hurt themselves. The parents made a half-hearted attempt to calm them down, but the children returned to running around on the benches. Unfortunately, one of their kids fell and hit his head. The child was stunned, holding his head, and looked like he was in massive pain. Others came to his care as well as his mother, but the father told his child to get over it and to suck it up when the child started crying all while he attempted to rush out the door he didn't even try to look after his kid when he got hurt i watched all of this silently until the father was pushing his kid to get out of the restaurant at that point i had enough and told the father he could try being more empathetic to his child he told me to mind my own business and i continued to repeat how his child had just hurt himself and that he needed attention rather than neglect the father just kept repeating mind your own business as his friends and family were holding him back from approaching me. I was behind the front counter the whole time. I spoke sternly and never swore. I tried to be as professional as I could while trying to make my point. Now, they're review bombing my parents' restaurant and I can't help but think it was all my fault. I've tried responding as the business with context, but they keep deleting their review whenever I respond and they keep writing new ones saying that I deleted their reviews. Is there anything I can do to prevent review bombing? I don't want my parents to suffer because of my actions. Thank you for any responses. Now, here is the context that I replied with for their reviews. So, in quotation marks, some context. This customer's child fell and hit his head. He was stunned and was holding his head. He looked like he was in a lot of pain. The father's response was to tell his child to get over it, suck it up, and to rush out of the door because he wanted to go home, all while the child was not responding to him and others were coming to his care instead of his own parents. 
the mother did rush over. Our waiter asked the father to be more empathetic to his child, who had just hurt themselves in a confrontational, but in no way physical or aggressive manner. Yes, our waiter did become confrontational, but in no way was he physical or aggressive to the customer. Our waiter stood behind the counter at all times and didn't swear. He spoke sternly to the man, asking him to be more empathetic to his child. The man in turn had to be held back by his friends and family from approaching our waiter. The customers were also previously warned by our waiter not to let their kids run around on top of our benches as it could be dangerous. The parents made an attempt to tell them to stop, but sometime later, the children were back to playing on the benches and one unfortunately hurt himself. Now then, this, I think is actually, like, I think this is a really, really tough spot. What do you do here? I think there's just, there's just like so much that we need to unpack off the rip. First of all, I, I don't actually like quite a bit of the, well, I mean, the word confrontational, I just don't think you should put that in, in your review or in your context reply to the review. It's just not ideal i don't think nor do i think as well that you should ever really admit that a child has been hurt in your in your restaurant i think you know instead of saying confrontational you could say something instead that was just you know you were verbally direct or uh, confrontational is, has negative consequences right it sounds aggressive i wouldn't do that and yeah i just don't think that even with context you should ever say that a child has hurt themselves in your establishment but apart from that i mean i don't really know what you can do if someone is review bombing you this this, this can't be an uncommon thing right this must happen in places i don't know what really you can do other than say that look you know this has been a, a successful restaurant for you know a, a quarter of, of a century you have lots of other positive reviews i hope ideally these you know a small amount of negative reviews won't drown out the, the, the whole host of positive reviews and kind of you know feedback and love that there is for the restaurant that there has been over the past 25 years i don't know like i don't know if you guys are in the restaurant business or just in in sort of you know you know have a shop or work in a shop or, or deal with kind of negative reviews like this or review bobbing in the past what do you do like is there something you can actually do can you can you ban someone or block uh, an ip from posting reviews of your establishment can you report it to the website on TripAdvisor, or trust pilot wherever it is i actually don't know i don't know it's a really tough one um i don't know what to do because part of me is also thinking that you have kind of intruded is it your is it your job is it your your responsibility as much as you might want to say that you should be empathetic to your kid it's not your child it just isn't and is it your is it your role? You're not just kind of as I don't, getting in someone else's business there, telling them how to parent their child. Ultimately, the mum is looking after the kid. Other family members are looking after the kid. The dad just has his own way of doing things. I don't think that's abuse, by the way. I think it's a very, very strong word. I think it's, it's perhaps a little bit neglectful, but it's, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if it's even that, to be fair. It's just his way of parenting. The kid's being looked after, and ultimately it was their own fault that they got hurt. It's a tough one. It is a tough one. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Again, like I'm not entirely sure. I think I need to need to go through your comments on this one, guys. Enlighten me. Help me out. Clearly, you can see that I'm all over the place here. So get in the comments. Let me know your thoughts. And yeah, let's discuss this more openly because I clearly am struggling. Anyway, guys, that is going to do it with this one. Very excited actually to, to look through your comments on um on yesterday's episode. Uh, I'll put it on screen actually um, from r slash am I the jerk. You guys left a whole host of comments, like loads and loads of comments, hundreds and hundreds of comments. A lot of you disagreeing with my opinions, which I love, by the way. I do love that because at least it opens a discourse. It'd be, it'd be boring if you were all saying, oh my God, you're so right and you're so handsome and good looking and you have such a nice voice, wouldn't it? Definitely don't comment that down below. But uh, yeah, with well, that being said, 
I'll see you next time. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.